Hello, and welcome to another episode of FGC Philosophy. I'm your host of Philosopher, a.k.a. Tavian Napier, performance coach and esports coordinator for Western Michigan University. Today, though, I have another interview with another Michigan resident from Detroit, Input Output, IO. This guy is a very interesting person within the FGC. He helps to stream. He helps to put the Detroit FGC on the map. He helps to get them out there. He helps to continue to grow and show the brighter side of the Detroit FGC. I know there's been a lot of stuff going on in the past with Detroit and in Michigan FGC in general, but I really want to put a spotlight on the people who are doing good, who are trying their best to help the community grow rather than break apart. So this interview is with Input Output. I've seen this guy a few times over the years now and he's always straightforward with me and I've always respected that. So I definitely want to, again, put this guy on blast. I hope to see him very soon at Yomacon. If you guys are going to Yomacon, make sure you let me know. Give me a heads up so I can say, hey, talk with you guys. I'll be commentating for Street Fighter, Dragon Ball Fighters, and EX Fighting Lair, hopefully. <laughs> so yeah, if you see me at Yomacon, that's in Detroit on November 2nd through the 4th, I believe. Uh, I think the actual anime convention is like an extra day but i'm going there mainly for the fighting game stuff so let me know if you guys are going give me a heads up i would love to hear from you other than that though thank you guys so much for tuning in and last thing i want to mention of course is patreon if you guys like what i do consider supporting me on patreon as little as a dollar a month can go a long way so go ahead and check that out over at patreon.com philosopher that's it thank you guys so much and as always i hope you Enjoy the show. The the first question, it's always an obvious question, is just like, how did you get involved in fighting games in FGC? Uh, so I'm I'm a latecomer. I think this is now my third or fourth year in the Detroit scene. Uh, I was uh, a big online player for Street Fighter Four, and I ran into a player named Armbird, who now is a DBFZ player, 16 player. So you gotta hate him. And he was playing T Hawk, and I was playing Sim and Evil Ryu and Four, and just got to talking to him online. He's like, Hey, there's this local out at this bowling alley in Detroit. And so I wandered out there and it was crazy. My first time out there, I got to play nephew who Alan's son, who's now a Colleen player. Um, and my first time out, I got second in the tournament by beating nephew in street fighter five with Dalsim. And that was how I came in. And, uh, at the time I had no idea what was going on with our local scene before that, when I was a bit younger, um, I was into Marvel two in the arcades and, I traveled a bit to play some tournaments there, but nothing like the scene is today. It was very different back then. I guess what, what kept you coming back to the scene after that tournament? Uh, the What kept me coming back to Detroit was, uh, I mean, the competition was good. Uh, I, I have not beaten Nephew in tournaments since. He studied his mashup and has since dominated me. I kept coming back uh, because Detroit is really real. It's dirty. It's gritty. Uh, it's really, really supportive in a strange way. I have a couple yeah. of stories, some of which are bluer than others. Um, and I just, I, some of the people are magnetic. 
Uh, it's just a good time. It's it's sort it's sort of it's a social place as well as a, as a competitive place, um, and we do it with flair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, I have to agree with that. Uh, I've been to two two or three different tournaments in Detroit, and this is the first time I, that I went. Uh, Michigan Masters was the first time that I went. Uh, I don't want to say as the leader, but like the most experienced person at tournaments. Normally, I would go with a few other people from my old uh, group. And, you know, they'd show me the ropes, but now I'm at this point to where I kind of understand that I'm bringing people who aren't as experienced or just tag alongs. And uh, so I played in the Street Fighter V tournament, and this was the first time that I've actually noticed this happen to me. And it, I, I was surprised by my reaction. Uh, so I, I can't remember the name. He was a Ken player, but uh, he had people cheering for him and, and cheering against me. I talk about it in a separate video, but uh, it, it's very fascinating because like you know it, i felt like it was harmless first off but you know they were talking smack you know cheering up his friend you know talking about my character and all this stuff and i'm like i felt more compelled to beat him now like it, it was really a very fascinating experience to like have these people talking smack behind me and being like oh yeah i'll show you and then i wound up winning that match um and but it just it felt so good it made that win feel even better Dude, uh, which i didn't playing think I, I was playing Fang. Yeah, yeah, that makes it that makes it just the little frosting on the cake because I beat you with Fang. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it, so it's just kind of cool. Um, but like you were saying, uh, the Detroit scene definitely gets loud, gets crazy. But uh, at the end of the day, like uh, when they saw who I was, um, you know, and I was, you know, I shook his hand and, and all that stuff. You know, the people behind him weren't like actually being mean. They didn't wish any ill intent on me. They were just trying to support their friend. And I thought that was uh, very fascinating, and it 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 makes the stakes feel higher without having to like make it a monetary investment. If that makes sense. The way that it's, it's a really hard, that, that feeling is really hard to capture. It's something that, uh, I really love about our scene is that it's rowdy. It's rambunctious and it sounds like an attack, but it's not. It's about the moment. It's about it's about the exchange between two people who are fighting it out, trying to just win, trying to beat them. But everybody knows at the same time, it's not about hurting the person that's sitting next to them. It's about performing your best and seeing who is the best in that moment. And we're going to get as loud about it as we can, or even in a terrible match between terrible players. We still want we still want to hype them up. We still want them to you know, show us everything they've got so that you can say, yeah, you beat his ass. Um, and that's really what people are going for. They want that, they want that drama, that story at the end between two people, even if they were terrible on the sticks, but there was still a brawl. There was still a battle. There was a comeback. There was defeat. There was soul crushing, just awfulness. And then all of a sudden we get up and we're done and it's over and everybody's having a good time. Uh, it's so hard to capture that if you're not there. Uh, I've been trying my best yeah. to capture it on stream and it doesn't convey well. You get uh, <laughs> you get lots of snippets that, out of context, just look abrasive. And it's something that I'm struggling with as a member of this community who is real pale <laughs> around a much darker community that is like it looks like it looks like everybody's getting swamped and mobbed, and that's not what's happening. It's really hard. Um, and you you see people that are so polarizing like caps who was probably behind yeah. you yelling um and <laughs> yeah. caps caps is one of my favorite people he cares deeply about his community he supports them at every turn in game out of game in person 
he helps them with organize their finances. He helps them just get around in their daily lives. And then after knowing me for barely a month, we went to NEC and Caps spotted me out of the crowd. And he's like, hey, Io, come over here. I want to introduce you to all of these people. So Caps became just a a touching point and he's so electric and magnet he's just a, he's just a magnet for people and he draws people in and he introduces them he helps to build a community but when you see him in these little snippets he looks way different he looks real menacing yeah. real terrifying and like he's really screaming to hurt somebody but that's not that's not who he is um and if mm. i could if I could, if I could get that feeling, if I could get that understanding of how great this person is, and there are a lot of people like Caps too uh, that are in the scene that have this, this just different personality that comes out of Detroit. It's it's really interesting and it's really fun to be around. I love it. If I could find a way to push that onto the camera, and to push that onto the matches, then I would have so many more people just flocking to the scene, wanting to play with these people, wanting to become a part of our community, and join in that experience. So that that's yeah. it's tough. It's tough to get out there, and I've been trying to share like a really short story. I I've seen all caps at just about every single event that I've been to. <laughs> the first event being Combo Breaker in Chicago, 2016, I want to say, uh, 2016, 2015, one of those two. And I, I will say for the first few years, like I had never talked to all caps, but you can't help but hear him. Mm-hmm. And I thought this dude was like super super obnoxious because I saw this person in person, but out of context. Because uh, I was new to this, and I was like, who is this loud guy just like yelling nonsense all the time? And then when I went to Michigan Masters, and you know, I, I heard a lot of people talking good stuff about him, and you know, all that's all caps. And I was like, I'm going to go introduce myself to this person because I've seen him at every single event, and I don't know anything about this guy, and I'm judging him. And like, just had this conversation with this dude, and he was he was really cool. You know, he he wasn't the person that I assumed he was. And, and part of my job as a coach is to not judge people, uh, which is why I wanted to go and talk to him because I felt like this emotional reaction to this person who's I'm a very quiet person. Like I can get hype, but I, my natural default voice is very quiet. So like his contrast to me just like rubbed me the wrong way, and uh, I had to get out of my comfort zone to talk to this person. But no, he was a really really cool person. Um, very very kind very uh polite but just uh sincere at the same time like he mm-hmm. he he lets that emotion out that he feels and that's it's i think uncomfortable for a lot of people like people who are reserved like myself we don't get like that often so i think he might rub those kind of people the wrong way uh but at the same time it's very infectious and when you stop judging like what he's doing or, or get annoyed by it uh he, he's not a, a bad person and there's a lot of people like that and that i think that adds value to the fgc uh, I definitely think like uh, the Detroit FGC is very fascinating, and I, I've only been there a few times, so I can't quite put my finger on like what it is that's uh, infectious about it. What's like um, charismatic about the Detroit FGC? Um, but yeah, I, I definitely have to agree with you. He's he's one of those people that um, out of context on camera, you know, he's either like he has high entertainment value, but like people don't see the substance to it. But I think he definitely does. Like he adds value to the FGC. Like people like that help you play better. Like just by either like cha- like cheering against you or cheering for you. And that doesn't that doesn't make sense to some people. But I think for the people who have actually experienced that, that'll make plenty of sense. Yeah. The and but that's not to say. And this is there is balance. Uh, nobody is perfect. Nobody is is going to to behave well all the time. And when you have that much impact like caps um and footwork i'm trying to think of who else um is i put in that same category those are the two that stand out to me they're both really warm but man they talk that ish um Mm -hmm. but 
but they can go too far and that can hurt but you just you have to so so that's the portion where you'll get some pushback like hey you're being a little soft well yeah they did go a little far but you've got to take the whole person on balance and that's tough that's really tough sometimes especially when you're in in a high tension high tension moment when you've got a match that you're you're really invested in because i haven't beaten this person ever in tournament or this is a really close match and i really want to win it and then you got this person who just crosses that line a little far then that the normal level of elevation goes one step further and so you got to you got to pack it down and and stomach through and i mean i've been there <laughs> i've been there a couple times um and and i choke i know i choke but that's why we get the noise canceling headphones and uh, and move on and take that you got to hold that L <laughs> that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. And everyone's threshold for like uh, annoyance or emotional reactions is going to be different so it's hard to say how someone's going to react to it so, yeah i get what you're saying that makes sense but it's a commu- <laughs> we're a community and they're and we're 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 getting better uh we've there's there's a corn era that i was not a part of that a lot of people had a lot of affection for and I think that was because they were part of it on the inside. They weren't the people that were affected by it because Corrin had a terrible reputation from the outside uh, that they were just, they were, they were thieves. They were violent. These were all rumors. I don't know if any of them are substantiated, but they're the rumors. Um, And if, so Hmm. if you're in that group that's being attacked, then you've got a, you've got a tight brotherhood, a tight community. That's, that's, that's bound around being oppressed, which you're coming from Detroit. So you're, you're already oppressed. Like you need some help. You need a support group. So that's what Corrin was. And, um, that at least from from where I stand, because I wasn't really I wasn't I wasn't around for it. But then there's this like desire to keep pushing that kind of attitude forward, um, and be less inclusive. But at the same time, there's a lot of pushback from the rest of the community. Like, no, no, come on, let's bring some new people in. We want we want to grow, and that's happening um, with the same rambunctiousness that you see. So we've got a nice mm-hmm. shift in our community. It's going up. We've got. More events coming. We've got sponsors. We've got a we've got a relationship building with Outer Haven in Ohio. Just happened this last weekend. Uh, so there are lots of good things. Uh, it's really a nice time to be a part of the Detroit FGC. And if you join us now, it's a really good time to be intimately involved. We're not big enough that you're facing a crowd that I don't know. I tell everybody that shows up, if you don't say hi, I'm going to be upset with you because I want to know all of my players. So if you walked in my door once, I'm going to recognize you. I may not remember your name because I got too much going on, but I definitely want to know who all the players are. I call them my players because I'm trying to push them out onto the world so that people can see them and be part of our experience. Hmm. So, well, that's a good I question, like it. actually. Why, why is that? So why is uh, pushing out players to the world important for you? Um, it's honestly because of what they give me. The, I've got so many stories about people being amazing. Uh, I can't. I, I can. I can go on for days. I, I love this community. They do. They they're good. They're good players. There are some that are com- that are focused on being the best competitively. You've got your Alucards, your Crones, your Chakotes, your Footworks, your L trains, your Highs, and then you've got people that are that want to be part of a, a competitive scene that don't necessarily want to be the best in the tournament, but they like to compete. And they bring personality and flair. You know, that's that's the people with, with full-time jobs and um, other commitments, but still really like that environment. And then you've got just the randoms. You know, like, uh, I think the guy you played against was probably Salty Tupacs. Was that his name? The Kim player? Maybe. He was, like the Kim, he, he was a Kim player. He was playing DBZ on stream, and then he immediately came and fought me. Like, oh. he was wearing, like, this muscly Vegeta shirt or whatever. I don't remember Did his you, name. Oh, was he white? Yeah. 
Oh, that's Brandon. That's Brandon White. Brandon's another great guy. He's got, you know, he comes by, he's a, he's a chef and his girlfriend is graduating from business school right now. And she brings cupcakes to our, to our weeklies. Like, come on, what kind of, how, how much better does it get? Right. We have pretty awesome. <laughs> we have trash talk on Twitter for a week before the cupcakes show up because what's top tier cupcake. And some people, some people play low tier and they go with salted caramel. I don't know why you would do that. I, I'm a, I'm a Sanford Kelly. I go straight for the s'mores, right? I play a top tier, but that that's that conversation's over. We got a mixture. We got salted caramel and s'mores. Whatever, you know. I got my top tier. We're good. But that's that's the kind of community we have, and we have more people showing up, uh, playing all sorts of different games, and it's where I spend my time, and I I have the the desire and the capability to push that out so that other people can see it and come join us and be part of it grow a bigger community so that's why i do it i want to share it because it's been so valuable to me and these people mean so much to me uh the the gameplay is not secondary the gameplay is amazing and when you show up and you show up to one of our events one of our tournaments or a weekly or whatever it is you're gonna get better if you play if you want to people are happy to help but if you also want to come and have a good time, we're going to do that regardless. So please come and join it. Like that's I'm this is where I'm spending my time. I do so much throughout the week that I barely have time to rest. But I really look forward to my Mondays when I get to go out, stream, see the people, do the thing. Um, that's that's why I push it out there. Yeah. Oh well. Two questions actually. First question is: So what time do you stream, and where do you stream it? So I'm streaming from High Score Lounge. We're we're, we just finished Detroit Player Series season two, um, and season three is going to be coming up. But we have—I've built into the series with High Score. We build in this community feedback period. So right now we're on break until uh, let me look at the calendar. June fourth, we're going to go live with season three in June on June fourth. So from now until then, we have Combo Breaker. Um, we have—I uh, don't know if we have something else next week. But we have casuals every Monday, which are not going to be streamed until season three starts. Then I'll do some, probably do some home streams for building up to Combo Breaker because I haven't played Street Fighter Five in forever, um, <laughs> and I have a nice match. I have a, a money match versus um, Dia- uh, Diablo Bison at Combo Breaker, which I don't think we'll get on stream, but that's going to be so much fun because he is—he's just a great guy. Um, I'll check that out. In person, but yeah, when when June fourth, we'll start streaming weekly for season three. That'll be every Monday. Starts around eight, ends around midnight. Sometimes goes to about two, and then we have a monthly that's on every Saturday. Um, sorry, every, every uh, the final Saturday of every month. Then whatever else people want to invite me out to do. Uh, I've got a traveling video production studio. Half of it's sitting right there, uh, and people want to get in touch. I I love to stream. Not I, I just I like doing it. It's fun, especially around here. Uh, this the sixth we have an event at High Score, which I'll also be streaming. That is a Dragon Ball Fighters tournament hosted by uh, Dre. He used to go by Amiibo King. I cannot remember his new tag. So that will be coming up this Sunday, uh, May sixth. So yeah, uh, input under outputs the Twitch stream input x output is my twitter handle follow me there and it, it happens <laughs> i'm on break for a little while but yeah well my other question was what's been you know wh- whether it be 
you know, growing a community on stream or actually doing it in person? What's been uh, the secrets to your success so far with keeping your old players, but also trying to get new people to join in as well? I, I can't take credit for that. I can't take credit for the old players sticking around. That's that's a social thing. That's not me. Some new players definitely show up because the stream is there and because I'm I'm reaching out and inviting. They find the stream. I find them. You know, uh, we went to Frosty, met some people from Ann Arbor, and I was like, "Why don't you come out to my locals?" And they're like, "We didn't know about it." I'm like, "You don't know about it? I'm down the street. Come on." Um, and just trying to get it out there. The more people that find the stream, find my Twitter handle, the more we can grow and build new events. Uh, lots of new people show up, like KJ and John Snoo. They're they're good. They're uh, KJ is an amazing player. Just showed up recently out of the blue, found the stream, and then showed up. And he brought John with him. So that's that's how we grow is by getting more eyes. I think that Michigan Masters was really helpful for that too, because we hit about two thousand concurrent view. No, we twenty two hundred concurrent viewers. I try to make sh- I try to make sure that if there's a way that I can incorporate technology to help you become more exposed to help people find everybody that I can do it. And I've got more ideas. I just need to have time and money to implement them. Uh, Tony Robbins talks about this a lot. Anthony Robbins, he's like a, a self-help guru is how people most mostly know him. Uh, but he says there's six human uh, needs, you know, not not like water and, and food, stuff like that. But uh, one of the biggest needs is is contribution uh, for a happy life. And please know how that uh, rings true or false for you and your experience with the FTC. I'm not going to lie. I live a charmed life. Like I have nothing to complain about. I wake up every morning and I'm, I don't, I don't have, I haven't reached all of my goals, but the path that I'm on is a pretty good one. Um, and when I, I live by a three-part philosophy in my life, which is very simple. And the first, the first, uh, sorry, the final rule is leave it better than you found it. So if I walk into any situation, when I leave, that situation should be better than when I when I entered. And that's how I feel about the FGC is I walked into this great place in Detroit with these wonderful people who were really inviting and welcoming and supportive. So how how in the world can I leave that a better place? I have to I have to really show up and return that same energy that they've given me. So that's 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 the best way I think I can answer that. I don't know if it does it directly, but it's that's the uh, sort of yeah, feeling that I get. I like- well, one, I like that you have your own personal values and, and that uh, you, uh, at least in this case, stay true to it. Um, I, I think that uh, a lot of people can, can definitely learn from that. Uh, well, and also, well, let me ask you this. When it comes to where you are right now with, with streaming and stuff like that, uh, if someone was just not getting started, that's like, I want to do what you're doing. You know, obviously, you still have your own goals and you have so much more uh, farther you want to be, but you're obviously a lot farther than this person who hasn't started yet. Uh, what would you tell them to help them get started um, on that path? First of all, I'd say you have to really debate if you really want to do it. If you want to do it, uh, the quality that I'm at it represents a very significant personal investment. And if you want to try to get even to where I am, you're you're spending a tremendous amount of money, honestly. Uh, the other thing is it's a tremendous amount of time. If you look at what I do when I'm sitting behind the deck, and I'm working, if you did that in a regular television studio, that would be the work of about 12 people. I'm monitoring sound levels. I'm making sure shots are good. I'm setting up the cameras. I'm making sure the video sources are good. I'm making sure everything's clean. And I'm monitoring uh, the social media at the same time, sending out video clips, sorry, not video clips, sending out shots, making uh, tweets. 
there's a tremendous amount of effort. So before you want to go down that path, really debate first, are you willing to commit the time? Because if you do it half-assed, nobody's watching. Nobody wants to watch anything that's garbage. It's There are too many people out there now. It is Twitch is inundated. There are so many people. You, it's really hard to even get affiliate these days. Um, so if you want to do it, understand that you're going to be putting in a whole lot of effort. The stream layouts, that's all uh, web programming and development. You know, the, you've got all these different areas that you have to draw all of these skills from. So you've either got to come up with a team that's willing to do it or be willing to do it all yourself. I'm in the all yourself bucket. You don't want to be me. That's hard. <laughs> you, um, so if you're really trying to get started and you want to, if you want to do events and you want to get uh, a local chapter going, then be part of your scene. Be involved with the people there. See if they actually want to stream. See if they're, you know, if they want to, if they want to do these things together. Do that. Uh, then start building very slowly from understanding what OBS is in a webcam. How do I get a video source? Uh, you know, I get a, I get questions like, how do I manipulate my audio in this direction? And I'm like, you kind of need to put this in front of me. I can't answer that for you directly. You have to, you have to be set up a little bit. So the the best thing I can say is first really decide if you're willing to be committed. Cuz uh like <laughs> I spent 10 hours yesterday installing a new digital mixer that I had no idea how to use. And now I have it set up so that when I show up on the 6th that I'll have good sound. Um and that that is the biggest thing is you have to be dedicated to it. You have to see, you have to look inside and be like do I really have the passion to see this through to the end? And if you do, then start putting in the work. Start with OBS, start with capturing just one game, start with capturing one set of sound and mixing it in. And if you can get that done in two weeks, I'll be surprised, <laughs> starting from scratch. But the, the resources are out there. Callisto puts out some really good stuff to help uh, novice streamers. There's Farp Noodle Huts, got scoreboard, which is very nice. Uh, those, are, those are good places to get started. But the most important thing, if you want to be a streamer, is you either have, uh, then, that disregards whether or not you have the content. I'm lucky I have content, which, are, which is the people playing. But if, if I didn't have that, I would have to be streaming my own content all the time. So there are lots of things that go in there. And at the end of the day, I am not successful in terms that can, in any objective term. My success is what I get out of it. And that is being a part of this community and putting it out there for the rest of the world. I'm not making money. I'm, I lose I lose a ton of money every time I go out because equipment breaks. I lost a camera at Michigan Masters. That was very expensive. Mm. Um, <laughs> the, so the camera, it's like hundreds of dollars, right? And I'm like, okay, cameras break. The Somebody, when they took off one of my headsets, they, they lost the windscreen. It's this little piece of foam. It has a little, little elastic waistband. I'm like, okay, I'll replace that because these things get lost. No big deal, right? Here it is, right here, right here. This little package. These guys, right here. You see, I lost one of these. This is thirty dollars. This is thirty dollars, and I'm like, why is this thirty dollars? It's trash. Like I hate it. I absolutely. Uh, but the camera, whatever. You go to Michael's. Uh, get some fabric. So, <laughs> oh man, it's, it's, yeah. I saw that tweet about ten dollars for people. That's crazy. So gauge gauge your level of commitment and uh, get some experience. Uh, is, yeah. Is, uh, the, the sh- Cool. Um, you told me what you have going on. Um, I guess one more time, you know, just um, I'll, pu- I'll put the descriptions down below, but where, you know, if they want to reach out to you or follow you again, where can they go? 
the the best place to to get a hold of me is Twitter. It's input x output, and on Twitch, which is where the content is, it's input under output. The YouTube channel is io put. That's input where you replace the n with an o, and you can see all the matches. I just uploaded um, the Detroit Player Series season two finals. The we didn't have much content because it was a round robin first to five, and there were. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight brackets that were four players each, all running first to fives in the round robins. So that took a while, and we didn't get a lot of it on stream. Um, but that was really good to see the end of season two. It was really successful. So catch catch that on YouTube along with the Michigan Masters footage, and you can get caught up. Cool. All right. Well, uh, actually, one one last follow up question. Sure. I have to ask this. I wanted to ask this before, but what's what's with the Grumpy Cat hoodies? I do you know? So, uh, Grumpy Cat is my soul. Like I've got <laughs> I've got some of my own gear. You know, I've got the IO gear. Um, if I could somehow manage a way to get a, a like a clothing deal with Grumpy Cat and IO together, oh, I would just be so happy. Tartar sauce. That's her name. Her name is Tartar Sauce. Kills me. There's something about that face. Just the meme, it just got me. It's, it's been, what, like six years? And every time I see a new Grumpy Cat anything, I'm like, that's amazing. I need it. Uh, yeah, you have like you have another hoodie that you wear to Michigan Masters. That's just amazing. I had to ask that. Uh, I got thrown off guard when I was trying to commentate with you, and I kept seeing what the hoodie was. But yeah, yeah it, so that <laughs> Grumpy Cat is Ariel. Like, this is amazing. How could you not want it? And and even Hollywood, Hollywood Sleep from F three, yeah. uh, he came up. He's like, I need that. And I was, I ran away real quick because he's not getting my hoodie. Nah, I don't blame you. That, that's a pretty extravagant hoodie. Grumpy cat for life. Well, that answers all of my questions. Um, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. I've learned a lot. I feel like we could probably do another show in the future because there's probably sure. more questions that I have as you know as other events happen and unravel and hopefully i get to go to detroit a little bit more thank you so much also to the viewers if you guys have any questions make sure you put them down below let us know if you went to michigan masters or have uh do follow input output um let us know down below of course hit that subscribe button i can't even talk um, my voice is just like it's done but uh hit that subscribe button uh press like and then just let us know uh what you think i appreciate you guys as always and i will see you all in the next one